Well, why is it that as soon as we lean forward, we look like youth pastors trying to convince you to come to our latest youth conference? Guys, just fill out the applications, okay? Please. This is the last Wednesday we're taking Listen, applications. the early bird discount is already, she's flown away. Let's just say that, okay? And we're here on the culture couch. It's another week, baby. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh! What did you just hit your head on? This little uh, secondary mic. Yow! Daggum! Man, it's just so comfy okay. here uh, in in our new studio. Same year, same couch. Huh? Yep, same couch. This one might come out in the new year, though. It's really good to be back here with you. It's been a while since we've sat down with one another. Just really like broke down the barriers between you and When I. was the last time we talked? <laughs> and I no, mean really, really talked. talked. <laughs> yeah, like, how are you? No, 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 but how Really, are how are you? you? That's kind of what we're getting into today. Is like, how, how are, are you? you? Yeah, and freeze. All right, we're bringing it back. Anyways, okay. <laughs> well, um, we've talked a good bit about leadership on this program, and we've talked a lot about servant leadership. And transparently, we take a lot of our leaders through this little program. program. I like to say program. Really, it's it's all about programs. Um, we we take them through this. Experience this uh, leadership experience. Really, it's just a, a keynote presentation about the the double edged sort of leadership. You've got servant leadership, which we've talked about ad nauseum uh, in it's, excess. It's <laughs> well documented on this program. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dang, you gotta keep it together. Okay, extremely well documented. All right. Well, and then the the other side of that sword is authority. Um and a little spicier, you know, That's and a it's little spicier. I think maybe where that comes from is depending on what your personality is, you might lean as a leader more towards being a servant leader, just kind of doing everything for everyone and you know supporting people and and that that's all great as part of servant leadership. Mm -hmm. Doing everything for everyone is not part of servant leadership. That was hyperbolic in nature. Um, Thank you for but, clarifying. Or depending on your personality, you might lean more towards. Dude, I can't keep it together right now. Or, <laughs> no, no, I get you. What you're saying yeah. is that there's just, people have a, kind of a natural bent towards different leadership styles. And when it comes to what we're trying to accomplish at Valor is combining the pillars of servant leadership and authority and leadership together. Yeah. Um, because nobody... Nobody will admit this to your face. No, I'm just kidding. People want to be led. You know, they want a strong leader who has a plan, is looking out for the team, yeah. and is making the hard decisions when it comes time to make those decisions. Yeah. Right? And we only use our authority for the betterment of the team. It's all into that. And that's the big mind shift that we've talked about ad nauseum, hmm. is that as the individual you're most concerned with your personal performance. That's yep. what you're at least accountable to yep. from your leaders. When you're a leader, you are responsible for the health and the performance of the team. Mm -hmm. So your perspective shifts, your goals shift, um, and with that just comes new dynamics, new responsibilities. Yeah. Um, and there are people that maybe attach themselves to taking advantage of that leadership position and boosting themselves. But when it comes to true, honorable authority, it is always, like you're saying, for the betterment of the team. Um, right. Because leadership is its power and it's a gift. Yes. It's something that is given to you. And we've talked about this before, too. Of You know, 
leaders in organizations need to be recognized and empowered, especially by us. Existing you know? leaders. Yep. Any leaders need to be recognized by us. What do you mean? <laughs> I was just kidding. Oh, okay, nice. It was uh, it was a joke because sometimes <laughs> we're we're open to joking. You no, know, humor on, is actually a really useful tool in the workplace. It kind of lightens, lightens. Most people don't up. understand that. Let's just all take a deep <sighs> culture couch, and we're back. So we're talking about the gift of leadership. That's right, and specifically in authority. And we we've talked about this book a good bit on our coffee sometimes podcast and we maybe even talked about it on this program heck on and off camera yeah on and off camera it's been talked about it's been well documented our love for the the book uh setting the table by danny meyer and he's talking about leadership what makes a good leader and he gives this analogy of how to use fire fuego in in leadership we're there's, talking fuego gang <laughs> yeah and so there's there's kind of six different uh uses of fire that uh one leader would would use and for example one of them is using fire as a torch which the role one of the roles of a leader is to use the torch to lead the team mm -hmm. towards a better tomorrow or i think about um Maybe when a situation or circumstance is not going as planned or the wheels are falling off, the leader has the ability to detach themselves from the emotion of that circumstance, get a, a larger view, a, a grander perspective, and say, all right, guys, this is the way forward, using that torch. Yeah, and getting super practical. Um, well, I'll back up just a second. So what we're talking about is that when you step into leadership, you're given responsibility and authority. And that analogy is that you're like given fire and fire is raw power yeah. in a sense, but you can harness it in different ways to better your team. So we're talking about different ways that you use your authority to better your team. Yeah. So you talked about the torch. Another one I think is really cool is this idea of like using fire for like a little campfire, you know, like a little huddle. Um, and we try to make these different touch points at Valor for like a, what comes to mind for me is like a post shift debrief. You know, maybe the leader on duty at the time will kind of get that opening crew or before the closing crew comes out, get everybody in the back room and just say like, "Hey, let's talk about the day. Let's debrief. Let's bond over this. Let's share. Yep. Let's create space to kind of process." Yep. Um, and that's a little may maybe a little more of a tender use of fire, but still, it takes an authority to kind of start that. That's right. That's right. To even just have the the idea of like, oh, I, I should do this. I don't know. Mm -hmm. That's just huge to even have that thought cross your mind. It shows that you're carrying that sense of authority in the workplace. Uh, another one is a bonfire. When you know you think about a bonfire, um, it's a little bit more towards like rallying the troops around a big fire and getting them pumped up to go carpe diem. Woo! YOLO! Uh, you know, um, Another, again, back to the whole like practical thing. Whenever uh, our team is under duress and it's it's really busy, it's it's great to get people in a huddle and just set the record straight. Like these are our priorities right now. Here's why we're here. Remember why we came to work today. Let's go. And you know, using that bonfire in that way, um, or I even think about like in our all staff meetings. You know, we can kind of reorient the whole group towards something that's inspiring 
um, and, and use the fire in that way too. Absolutely. Yeah. And there is kind of a unique difference between campfire and bonfire. Like campfire is a little more intimate. It's more about bonding and empathizing. It's a little softer. The bonfire is that that rally cry. Yeah. Um, and Sound I, the alarm. Wee woo, wee woo. Mm-hmm. Yep. Was that a good alarm? What do <laughs> well, you think? That was a little weak. Okay. Um, another use of fire is to like breathe fire. You know, I think uh, probably most analogous is like shedding light on it on an issue yeah. because typically if you're in a position of leadership, it's because you know what's going on. You have yeah. a good uh, depth and well of knowledge and information and insight onto a, a situation. So as a leader, you'll be brought into um, a problem. You'll be brought into um, something that has darkness over it. And then we get to breathe fire and shed light and bring clarity and, kind of create a uh, a new plan. Yeah, saying the thing that cuts through all of the the fat and the chaff and brings the most human flourishing to the situation. Beautiful. You know, it's 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 a great thing to do. And it comes from zooming out and viewing it from the right perspective, not getting caught up in the situation. Yeah, and that kind of even connects to on the floor at the cafe we have um, the role of point and that kind of connects because we call and point because when you're in a situation and you don't know what's going on, you know who to point to. You yeah. know, you know who to get. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, there's a leader there that's gonna have some insight to share and create a plan. Yeah. Another way to use fire, we've you know, all these examples so far have been kind of outward facing. This one's inward. It's fire in your belly, uh, which is fueling and refueling your passion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I we we've just seen this over and over again. Where uh, if you want your team to be passionate about something and to emphasize something and to care about something, then you have to set that standard. And um, the, it's the whole uh, notion of things are better caught than taught. Mm-hmm. If I'm just passionate about coffee, if I'm passionate about hospitality and taking care of people and all these things that our company wants to be ultimately known for then I myself have to carry that fire in my belly that keeps me headed towards that goal. Um, And that speaks a lot louder than just talking about how to do that all the time and telling other people to do it. For sure. Yeah, and that that is an interesting part of, I'd say a really core part of leadership is so much of it is external, so much of it is giving and sharing, but you have to have something in yourself to, to keep you going. No doubt. Um, and lastly, uh, this one is, it's a great use of fire is protection, you know, because you're responsible for your team, Mm. you're looking out for your team. And so you have this gift of power to kind of ward off or put out, you know, whether that's dishonesty or, um, someone who's kind of an outsider coming in, whether that's just in our scenario, maybe a a guest who's gone rogue, yeah, making someone uncomfortable, and you kind of you're the person that's got to step in. Yep, um, and that's a very hopefully minimal amount of usage there, but you know it needs to be potent and present when it's there. Um, and that's that is a that's something that we're responsible for. Yeah, really, all this comes down to just being able to step step out, looking at it 
from above, looking at the whole team from above in a given day and just be like, what does my team need right now? And how can I offer that? And that is servant leadership as well. Um, I don't think it's like a balance of authority and servant leadership. I think it's just both working in tandem. The culmination. That's right. Beautiful. You know, this was another week here on Culture Couch, and we're just so glad that you joined us here in our living room. And uh, we just hope you have a wonderful day, a wonderful holiday season, and a happy new year. Happy new year. Seriously.